Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Good morning to you, to all the kids, the moms, the dads, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, <laughs> whoever's wa- or whoever's listening, not watching. Welcome to any given fun day here on 104.5 The Team and the free 104.5 The Team app. My name is Joey Haas. I got Ray Ostrow and Kobe Brickner here with me in studio. Raymond, good morning to you. It's good to see you. Good morning, sir. Um, if you can't tell, I, I told you a bit. I am a bit you're, under the weather. You're more These allergies. If you, if I took all <laughs> times that you've that we've done a show together and I tallied them up, you've been more chalked in episodes than you weren't than oh, you were not chalked. Uh, yeah, I would I would not go against that bet. Yeah, at all. I think um, my allergies are so bad though when when the when the weather changes like this when we go from negative ten to sixty eight. My body just doesn't know how to deal with it. Then so back to negative. Time. If you hear right. me right. with some raspy or with some uh, some voice cracks in there, don't be alarmed. I am okay. I, it's definitely the start of it because it started uh, it started yesterday. But we still got a great show for you guys today. We have a lot to talk about. This week has been absolutely insane with things from March Madness to MLB free agency to NFL free agency uh, to things going on in the NBA. Everything right now is just wild, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. Faux show, um, just some things to to uh, you know some housekeeping things. Um, I'd, I'd like to discuss at some point, you know, some March Madness stuff. Probably ten fifteen, ten thirty. We got some NFL news. Uh, ten forty five. We'll we'll uh, hop into uh, what is the New York Yankees. Eleven o'clock. We'll debate some something. Uh, I think I'm gonna have some fun with this one. Eleven uh, fifteen. New York Post had a cool article um, about Deshaun Watson, uh, just a different perspective. Uh, 11.30, we'll d- cover some NBA, talk about, you know, we're getting towards the playoffs, so let's discuss that. Uh, and then 11.45, we'll wrap this puppy up, and uh, we'll talk about the weekend coming. But um, I- I'm sad. I'm sad this morning. I'm angry. Always a tough morning when this happens. I'm frustrated. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> my Sundays are like, you may think because it, you're like, oh, Joey, all you got to do is be on the radio at 10 a.m. on Sundays. No, not the case. So go, I go to church at, at the crack of butt, right? Right. 8 a.m. And I'm rowing down Central Avenue, 755 and I get pulled over. Right. And no other place to get. I'm not going to get into this, but but the the thing I want to say is, I know everybody knows those times where you go from a 40 to a 30 and you go under like a bridge or you do something, right? And they're just, the cops are just sitting there waiting for you. Yep. Can we just make it a thing to not do that? Like, can you give us a grace period? Like, Ray, I hit the, I saw the 30 sign and I went 30 feet past it, cop. Didn't even get to slow down. Best part was there's a light coming up where I would have had to force to slow down. Yeah, eventually yes. had to stop. 
Well, so the funny thing is too, the only ticket, the only speeding ticket that I've gotten in my life, I think I was 19 and yeah. it was when it went from a 45 to a 30 coming back or going back to college where it's basically like a side road and then it turns into, and t- turns into basically like a highway, not a highway, but just, you know, those like, it's not cool. Basically like in Schenectady when yeah. you're down on Union Street, if you can so, picture that. So yeah, you could just, you could picture me, right? <laughs> yeah. Picture me. I see it. I slow down. Just instant regret. As soon I as you her, see I, the I cop. Look, I look to my left. The cop does a spin around in his spot, <laughs> gets behind me, and then proceeds to not pull me over until I get through the light and, oh, then, wow. puts, and then puts his lights on. Nice. And then ju- just to come full circle, I pull my car, which is a clunker at this point, back into the armory, which is where I bought the car from, <laughs> to get pulled over. Perfect. So if that doesn't, if that isn't full circle for you, then I don't know what is. But that's the narrative of my morning. So good morning I, to Joey House. Yeah. Good morning. I have. A, <laughs> I, I'm locked in though. I'm good. I'm good. Got a couple cups of coffee in me. Coffee. Yeah. So I'm ready to get sweaty this morning. I think I'm already sweating. Perfect. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I I think uh, it. it I'm like I don't want to get into it anymore, but. Just there needs to be a grace period. There needs to be something. There needs to it's, be like a like a hey, this is like there's the, there's the forty there's the forty lane right like there's a forty and then you hit like and then it should go like this is like it should give you a small kind of like well here's my thought margin, process forty to thirty here's and then they can get you there. <clears throat> here's my thought process right. So you're going forty five and you're actually going the speed limit like how many people however many people actually do that right very I feel like very few nobody right. So, but imagine you're still going 45 at that speed limit, right? Except my mother. <laughs> Grace of God. Yeah. Um, If you're going 45, right, and then it turns into a 30, you're still 15 over. Like if it Oh, just, yeah, you're still getting So you're chopped. still, yeah, yeah, you're still getting pulled over. It doesn't matter. But, you know, we don't really control the law, I don't think. No, don't think- we don't, but I think I, I think it's a real, <laughs> like, it's just, they, they make those just to get people. Oh, 100%. Like... You kidding well, you me? You got to meet quotas every month, bro. You kidding me? That, I mean, it's and it's. I mean, it's not really the end of the month, but it's getting there. So, hope he's listening. I do. Um, let's uh, let's begin this show uh, by talking about what what happened here. Let's go. Trevor Story just signed with the Red Sox. Really. <laughs> Dude, I was literally going to come on when we were talking about baseball today, too, and I was going to talk about how abysmal the what? Red Sox offseason has been. Do we know the contract? Or? No, he just showed me that it was <clears throat> that they reached terms with the, with an agreement. Well, uh, let, me, mean, let me pull this up. Let's, 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 discar- let, let's start with that right there. I think that is that is perfect. I mean, this has I have a lot of questions for this. Oh, though. wait. Don't worry, though, guys. What? Guys, don't worry. Who did the Yankees sign? Marwin Gonzalez. The utility god. Trevor actually, Story he has actually reached is. an agreement. Okay, so there is no... There's no official yet. And the worst part is it's probably going to be the most team-friendly contract, right? As far as... I don't I don't think money-wise, but I think years-wise. Well, like... It, that's it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be three years for Story. And that, that's why I was... I'll start with this quick. That's why I was so surprised about the Twins deal with Correa. He, he seemed like he wanted, you know, that 7-10, that big contract... And he ends up settling for a three-year deal for a hundred million. 
So it's kind of like well, I, I don't know what the Twins are trying to do over there. I don't I don't know if it's actually going to work. I don't know if they're going to be a great team or a good team this year. But getting back to the Red Sox and Story, my question is: Are we going to put Story at short and put Bogarts at third? Like, <clears throat> no. Story I, said he would be willing to move. He, yeah. So I mean, I guess They'll if he put wherever. him, I mean, our biggest hole right now field. has really been our biggest hole right now has really been second base. Put him literally, literally anywhere. I'll put him at second or third. No, I obviously not third because that that left side of the infield is, is is staying there. Bogarts and Devi are going to be there for the long haul. So I think our best move right now is to put him in second base. And I mean, with losing with losing Schwarber trading away Renfro, this is something that the Red Sox needed to do with all the moves that are being made right now. The Phillies um, bolstering their lineup with Castellanos and Schwarber. Um, the Twins going to get. Twins going to get Correa, Dodgers getting Freeman. Like everybody has got all the good teams are getting better this year. And the Red Sox and Yankees are kind of struggling behind, especially because the Blue Jays are doing so well in free agency as well. How do you feel as a Yankee fan right now, Joe? I mean, when we're, I'm just add to the morning, right? <laughs> Give me a stack of hotcakes. Oh, man. Right? My throat is on fire already. Give me we're a stack of hotcakes. Here we go. Kids, buckle up. That's all I'm going to say. Story signs with the Red Sox. That's huge, man. So, That's there you go. That, that actually, talk about full circle, that perfectly sums up my Sunday morning, sums up the Yankees offseason. Like, it is just, I'm really just, I'm living it right now, baby. Let's and I mean, go. is there, like, after after this now, right? Perfect. Is there, is there any player that you want to see the Yankees sign? Yeah, Mania. Uh, trade for him, but... Yeah, but at a free like Mania. free yeah, Shamanaya. Yeah. At a free agent's left, hitter wise. I mean, cuz are you you're not satisfied with this lineup, right? I think I, God, right? What's your contract looking like? What do you mean? What are you looking for per year? <laughs> I'll take uh I'll take $6 and a hot dog. A I don't, week. Even, th- I don't even think we'd spend that. <laughs> Triple cheeseburger and, uh, and a trip to the uh what the what's the um What's the club at Yankee Stadium? The uh, Audi Club. Give me a ticket to the Audi Club every game. You think they can afford an Audi? No, the Audi Club in Yankee Stadium. That's that's going to be canceled because we can't afford that either. Yeah, just give me the the lobster and the uh, bolognese deal and I'll be all set. Well, kids, stay tuned to any given fun day because it's going to get spicy at 1045 in the morning when we talk about the New York Yankees. <laughs> this just adds more fuel to the fire. I am... I'm pretty heated right now. I mean, I, I was like, actually I get mad when we debate. <coughs> this makes me even more mad. Because oh, the debate this is real. I, if I win the debate today, it's just chalked for you. To yeah. be honest with you. No, I mean, I, I actually expect it at this point. So no, you shouldn't. I literally, I'm not going to be able to yell or get vulgar. This is going to be my voice the entire debate. So if you think, or if I do, I'm just going to not have a voice the last 45 minutes of the show. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm already declaring you the winner. I'm just going to do my best to not look like an idiot. Yep. Well, that's it, kids. That's the Yankees. <laughs> home for one, home for New York Yankees baseball here on 104.5 The Team. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Can we make a petition for the Mets? Mets Mets might be the best team in New York. Giants might be better than the Yankees. We're going to break. All right. We're going to break. You need, you like, need a... You, need a, you might need to go outside. Just get a breath of fresh air. You know, just breathe in the Albany, the upstate. I just kind of want to punch something. 
Um, not you I'm, guys. I was going to say, I'm not. I'm Maybe not. some air. <laughs> Just go out and swing at the air. <laughs> I'll get that. We'll get that on video. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about this. something good. Yeah, let's talk about this. <clears throat> let's go to break. When we come back, let's discuss some March Madness stuff, right? That's been that's been fun. That's positive. Uh, and there's a team that we have some association with here uh, that is surprising people, turning a lot of heads. So let's discuss March Madness and some of the best storylines when we come back. It is Any Given Fun Day. It is Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brickner here with you. On 104.5 The Team. Fun Day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Welcome back to Any Given Fun Day here on 104.5 The Team and the free 104.5 The Team app. It's a Sunday fun day. Majority just is enough for me. It's Joey Haas, Ray Ostroud, Kobe Brickner here with you. Oh, man. I don't know what to say to you, man. I feel bad. It's just, I mean, it's nothing that you can say. It's nothing that Kobe can say. And quite frankly, it's nothing that anybody can say. It's just, it's just old, Ray. It's old. I'm angry. Dude, the amount of the, the amount of of mistakes and just like it's embarrassing. We're talking about twenty seven time World Series champions, and you th- you think? And when's the last time that you could have probably called them a World Series contender? I'm just we can't talk about it until ten forty five. All right, yeah, let's, let's stick anymore. with let's stick with March Madness. Let me get mad. And then I'm, you know, like, I'm just going to sit here Let's and resonate before in, my, in my anger here for a little bit. Yeah. But I'm going to have some fun. Um, so let's let's do this. Uh, March Madness, we're in the round of 32 now. Uh, round of 64 has came and gone. It was fun. There were some blur. upsets. Uh, typical blur. Uh, but some <laughs> some things to pull away, right? Some things to take away from that from that first uh, round of 64. And, and now some games in the round of 32 were... We're almost done with the round of 32. We're going to be in the Sweet 16 before you can even know it. (laughs) Um, So here's what we got, right? Uh, We'll go from, we'll we'll start with the biggest story. (laughs) Sienna men's basketball, part of the MAC, the Mid-Atlantic Athletic Conference. Uh, They play down in Atlantic City. MAC champions are St. Peter's. Right, kind of a surprise after the, the oh, season that uh, definitely the season that Iona had and how dominant they were with Rick Pitino. They go out in the first round, kind of leaves the door open for the rest of the teams there. Uh, St. Peter's takes care of business, and uh, they sure knew what to do with it once it got tournament time. They go out and what was the fifteen final? seed? Fifteen seed? Fifth, yeah, they get the fifteen seed, and they got. Yep, yeah, I mean they they do exactly what, and they go up against one of the best coaches, one of the best college coaches of all time in in um, John Calipari. Yep. You know, you can love him, you can hate him. Regardless, he's built that Kentucky or, or program. And he great NBA players. And he does. The best NBA players, <clears throat> I think. This this Kentucky team, I, I swear, man, every time they get a high seed, they play below their potential. And every time they're low-seeded, yep. not expected to do anything in the bracket, is I when agree. they go out I agree. and they play their best basketball. So, um, not to say it wasn't a surprise. I mean, you go into overtime against them, that was kind of shocking in the first place. 
you know, you kind of me and you were watching the game at the start when we we're after we were doing our Thrive episode, and we were th- saying, ah, they're you know, it's twenty twenty. You know, this is a close game. We'll see where it's going. Yeah, yeah. We were saying the same thing about Gonzaga in the the first game there. Right, Right. exactly. It's a close game, bro. (laughs) And then we looked back, and it was a 30-point blowout. So um, credit to them. I mean, uh, Doug has made his way. um, I believe it's Edert. I forgot to say his last name. I I think we just call him Doug. I think you do. Because, I mean, if you haven't seen Doug with the mustache and the flow and the headband, he's got it all. He's got charisma. you know what they say, right? Like, they have those... There's certain players in sports, Ray, right? Yeah. That just have a first name. LeBron, right? Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I think Doug's reached that level. Doug. 100%. Doug. It's like, there's been so many memes about him. Um, you know, who would you want to take the last shot? It was Mustache Man. It was literally like Kobe, LeBron, um, like Kawhi, and then Doug. <laughs> St. Peter's has just been an absolute blast to watch, though. Um I mean, arguably, you know, that you, you get the tough game out of the way, and you're like, oh, hey, guess what? We don't have to go play a better team probably than that until the Sweet 16. We, you know, we got to go play either a 7 or a 10 seed. Don't get me wrong, Murray State had a great season. Uh, they didn't look fantastic to me in the first round, so I was expecting St. Peter's to come out because I feel like a lot of the times in the tournament, too, when these 15 or 14 or 16, whatever the case may be, these higher seeds go out and win that first game, it's usually because the the, the other team had a bad game. Kentucky really didn't play that bad, I'll say that. Um, they had a few turnovers and some missed free throws at, at the end, but other than that, you know, I think St. Peter's just just was on their A game, and, and the same thing goes against Murray State. Uh, they just look good both both days, and I can't wait to see them play in the Sweet 16. Mark Singles uh, from the Times Union put out a tweet last night, and it really resonated with me. So he said, just a month ago, a Sienna team that finished last in the MAC in scoring put up 84 points against St. Peter's just a month ago, uh, which has one of the country's top-ranked defenses. The Peacocks haven't lost since, and now they're in the Sweet 16. That's wild. That's a cool story. Yeah, and did you know that this St. Peter's win in the first round against Kentucky was the first win from a MAC tournament team since Ohio, uh, since Siena beat Ohio State? Ooh, good, good, good stat. Wow. I don't even remember what year that was, but I was pretty pissed off because that was the year Sienna was like a nine seed, yeah, yeah. which was out of nowhere. When's la- <laughs> that has to be the highest seed for either American East or Mac oh, yeah. team ever. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, that Sienna team was, was undoubtedly good, but for a Mac team to the get that high of a seed, yeah, right? So that's I think that's been I think we can agree that's been the Cinderella story so far this this oh, tournament. Right? And people people are every eating tournament it up. has one, so I think St. Peter's. Which is cool because we can tie it back home, you mm-hmm. know, in a way. Um, Gonzaga, right? I think that's another big topic, right? They have looked abysmal, to say the least, in the first half of both their games so far this tournament. Yeah, they, and then they they come out and their their plus minus in the in the second half of both games has been you know somewhere in the plus forty to fifty range as far as point differential. Yeah. Uh, so Gonzaga goes out there. They struggle a little bit. They struggle heavily in the first half of both their games. They come out in the second half and start to take care of business, uh, especially in the first game. They played Memphis last night, which was my pick to kind of be a, a sleeper team. I think I can still walk away with that uh, saying. <clears throat> saying like I think I could say, all right, yo, my pick was correct, right? They played Gonzaga really hard. I think they got a tough draw, right? Being a nine seed, you knew you were going to have to play a team like that in the second round. Uh, but like, I'm sitting here kind of holding my hand high. I'm like, you know what? This is good. Right. I, I, Kobe picked, uh, who, who was it? Corpus Christi 
All right, the sixteen. They didn't even make the turn. They didn't even make the actual tournament. Oh, because they lost in the first four. They lost. They lost in the first four. So, like, if I compare it to that, and I say, hey, you know, may, I, I, I definitely picked better than Kobe, because my team made the tournament, won a game, and almost beat Gonzaga. Let me just say this: my ESPN tournament challenge. I did twenty four brackets. Chalked. Can you guess what my highest percentage is right now? What is it? I believe it's. Let me see if it's still that. It went down. That's not good. 75.8. Really? Yo, look at this one. Look at Jay Haas swag, too. I Can you see that? No. Check that bad boy out. 86? No, the, the bottom one. 96. See, the problem with those is sometimes they, they, they false hope you. They give you 96%, and you have one team that's like in the final four that they don't right, scribble right. out, and it goes down. But, yeah. hey, man, good for well, you. you. It's all about, I've learned, it's all about the... Points remaining, your max points remaining. That's oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, it that's has nothing to do with your score right now. Is your champion still in play? Is your final four still in play? Yep, that's, that's the bi- it. That's the biggest that's thing. That's it. And the one that we did for uh, Stay Thirsty, I'm at 13.5%. Not good. No. Still have Kansas winning, though. So Poor performance from you. <laughs> I am terrible at picking. In the, in, in the tournament We're challenge. doing. Me and Jake are doing a um, CDL pick for the Call of Duty League. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. think I'm down 80 Already, yeah, and yeah. we're like two weeks into it, so happens to the best of us. I think I think I'm just chalked at Pickums. So Gonzaga, they hold on in two games. Uh, we have Baylor. Baylor's gone. UNC in an absolutely <laughs> uh, almost blew it. Yeah, I, I mean, you talk about you look up implode in the dictionary, right? I M P L O D E, and there's just a picture of Hubert Davis there smiling with his thumbs up. <laughs> Twenty five points. He almost blew. Uh, was the lead for UNC. How they end up going point? to overtime, and they, they somehow get the job done and knock off the uh, previous champions. But boy, oh boy, Ray, was that a close one. How many did they put up? They put up 51. Baylor put up 51 in the second half after yep. scoring 29. Yep. Yep. I mean, this team, you know, obviously R.J. Davis had 30. UNC, he was on fire from the get go. I, I will say, UNC, like even the job, like they got it done, but boy, was it sloppy. Yeah, no, I, it I was think ugly. this game towards the end did get sloppy, but it came down to you know, yeah. over, it came down to overtime, and UNC looked like the better team, which I think was a great response from them. Obviously, like we just said, after giving up 51 points, only allowing six points from Baylor in the three minutes, they played really good defense in that in the back half of that game in overtime uh, to really shut them down and say, hey, we're still here. And, you know, to me, like, these seeds right now, the tournament shouldn't be like this. Like, like, like UNC should be around a five, I would say a five or a six seed, right? And I, w- I would say the same thing for Memphis. But they just had some years that got them to these nine, eight positions to put them in these spots where, you know, these aren't easy games for these number one seeds going up against these eight, nine teams. Because we were looking at the Boise State-Memphis matchup in the first round thinking, oh, this is going to be a good game. Memphis came out and just absolutely destroyed them. Yeah, You know, if Memphis was playing like this against Gonzaga all year, they would have been like a four seed. Memphis Memphis turned it up at the end of the season, but, like, you got to think, like, this – I was high on that team. No, I, I was, I was too. And, and, like, and like we said, foul trouble um, bit some, them. Some cheesy fouls, man. I mean, like, there was just – I mean, we, we watched it over at Rivers last night, and <laughs> – I'm like, like some of the some of the calls. It's like they bang, they're banging into each other, and there's no fouls, and then there's just this like little poke on his back, and that's the foul. And I'm like, yo, are you serious? Like that's that's what you're gonna call? You know, you know what I heard when I was watching the tournament though that I'm actually 
very thrilled about that I didn't know was going on what? is that the refs also get graded and they move on within their grades based on the game. So like, Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't know that. That's cool. They were like, as much as the, the players are competing for bracket so if wise, you stink, you're out. Yeah, pretty much. If you have a bad grade and like they go back and reassess every single ref that they have and they try and get the best refs going forward and basically start out with a round of 64 uh, and you know you have that. three refs a game, that. love that, and it breaks it down. You get the best, however many refs, you know, three times what thirty-two. It's, account, it's accountability. Yeah, so that's I think that's, that's, that's I think that's something that um, I think that's something that really every league could take into it. You know, yeah. uh, you know, starting out with the start of the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs. You know, with as many I think give grades. Great. I think I think that you know evens the playing field and it gives the best chance for love it. for us to have the best refs at the end at, at the end when when it really matters. No, that's great. I I think that's. That's solid. I yeah, that was that, the, that was like sports. the best thing I heard yesterday. I'm yeah, not even lying. Seriously, seriously, no, that's that's really <laughs> good. Um, so that's the tournament. Maybe we'll we'll jump back around to it. Um, you know, later in the show when we have some time. But let's let's get into the NFL. Couple A lot players happen. Every time players on the move. Every time March Madness says, "Hey, we got this crazy story." The NFL comes in like a freight train. Yeah, the NFL, and just bullies them out. MLB, NBA, like you name it. They just there's always something else that takes the spotlight uh, when there's something you know there's a big tournament. You or, thought or two hours for with us was a lot. Well, we yeah. don't even have. I think we have too much to talk about in the two hours. Yeah, right. With that, what's happened this week? It's it's either one of those weeks or it's nothing happens and we gotta yeah. make stuff happen. Right. Well, let's do this. <laughs> let's come back. Let's talk NFL news. Uh, lots of lots of moving parts, and let's try and break it down, slow it down for you guys, and uh, give some analysis. It's any given fun day. Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. And 104.5, the team. Boy, oh boy, does this day just keep getting better and better. <laughs> it's any given fun day. Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, Kobe Brickner here with you. Sunday fun day. You know it. We got 15 minutes until it's that time. And boy, oh boy, am I just going to... I am going to blow up. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back, kick my feet up, and please, let you go to work, please. my friend. Because like please. I said, I had up until... <laughs> Kobe, what time did you get that notification about story? Right right off the rip. I, I, you know, I was... Right until the that point, I came in here looking up on what the Red Sox had done. And the only position player that we had signed slash traded for it this offseason was Jackie Bradley Jr. Don't get me wrong. I love the guy, right? I love the skiing after we win. Whatever they're doing in the outfield is a lot of fun. We still need to hit, and we still need to win. <laughs> so bringing Trevor Story in has um, calmed me down a bit, brought me at ease. You have a lot to talk about. But let's see. There's, there's so much NFL news that sure. we have to break down. So I don't. Where do you want to start? You want to start yeah. with Watson and Cleveland. You want to start nah, with let's let's the keep Giants? Let's save Watson. Let's save Watson. Let's start off. I think I want to start off with I think the second biggest story. Right, number one, Deshaun Watson. Number two, Devontae Adams. Okay. How? Yeah. Now that was. <laughs> That is a a smaller version of a when and where you were, right? Like, that's one of those moments where you're like, yo, where were you when Devontae Adams got traded? Like, if you're Aaron Rodgers, right, you're, you're, what are you feeling? <laughs> I just, I can't even begin to, to fathom just this poor, this guy, right? 
He complains about receivers. He finally finds a good one, and then they ship him off because they can't pay him because of Aaron Rodgers' contract, most likely. Like this is just a day. This is a Sunday of full circles. I don't. I don't know why they did what they did. I'm shocked that you know they. I think they both posted something. I forget what it was. Um, but it was basically saying that it was like their last round. Oh, it was uh Jordan and it was Jordan and Pippen. Like right before, like saying it was their last dance type of thing. That's what people were making out of corny, both of them posting corny. on the, the Instagram posts and stuff like won, that. They haven't even made it to the Super Bowl. I know. So corny, corny. But when you think about it. Does this like what team does this really benefit? In my opinion, I mean, I, I don't. Oh, this think benefits that, the Raiders, no doubt. I mean, I think right now, yes, but I also think that in three, four years, you know, it, it's it's hard to be a, a wide receiver for a long period of time in this league. And, and we've come dominant, to see that and, and be dominant, right? We've seen that with Julio Jones. I mean, the guy two years ago was literally know, cut. Argue, uh, yeah, literally cut. cut cut this past year. Cut. You know, injuries just caught up to Go him, on. and I think that that's. That's something you got to be worrisome. So going out and giving these guys big contracts and stuff like that, we talk about it all the time. I, I think, Joey, since we've had that conversation about what is the most disposable position, it's starting to look like everything besides almost quarterback at this point. Uh, I would say, I, I mean, it's it, apparently just it's because it, it, it seems like it's the next, it's the next young guy up. That's what that's what the men, the mantra has to be. And if you're the Green Bay Packers, right? If you're the Green Bay Packers in this situation, you're going out there and you're saying, "I'm only, I only got two, so quote unquote prime picks, a, for, first, a first and a second. Right, prime picks is what they called it though in in the article for Devontae Adams, arguably a top three receiver top in the three. league. Yeah, right, right, right at this very second. No what doubt. are you doing? You 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 give up the a man that is at least guaranteed two to three more years of of top tier greatness. And you throw them away for two guys that are unspoken for, and you don't know what you're going to get out of them. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. Nope. Makes no sense. Uh, the Raiders, though. The Raiders, right? Sorry, Packers, but this conversation is not about you anymore. It's about it's about the Raiders. I love it. I love the trade. I think, dude, I, I'm really, like, I think you, you've been able to tell. I'm really high on Derek Carr. I love yeah. him. I think he's so good, and like above all, he's a leader, right? And he used to play with Devontae in college. There's that chemistry. You add him into an already pretty good receiving core. You have Waller. He ma- he makes that receiving core great, elite. I, 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 I wouldn't go elite. I would I would okay, great, great, great's a good one because because Hunter Renfro is a good is a good I think slot he's receiver. Great. No, I think Hunter Renfro is great. He's good, but like what he did last year was he's great. not a, he's not a top ten slot in the league. I don't know. I don't think I can put him up there yet. He he has more to prove. He he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's really oh, I good. Heard the gr- 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 yep, I know. I heard you're, you're almost tricking me over I there. I heard it. He's really good. I think. And Waller is great. And and Devonte is elite. Team, yes. I put it in the middle. Call it great. Okay. All right. I'm fair. I, they have I, a great offense now all around because agree. Josh Jacobs as well. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. On yeah, I think that they need to use him. Solid. Use him more. Solid football team. Once again, adding to the. The strength of well, where do you rank them? I mean, where do you rank them in the AFC? Do you think they're Super Bowl contenders? Uh, uh, people were calling them Super Bowl contenders last year, like they were sneaking. They barely made the playoffs, dude. But they were a competitive team, though. Like, I understand good, that. Good football team. I mean, you thought you really thought that they were a uh, Super Bowl contender last year. Derek Carr. Derek Carr was playing like a top ten player in the NFL last year. Like top, it, in the end, no. 
Dude, he no, bro. Derek Carr. Derek Carr was in the MVP conversation more weeks than not. He was. I'm listen. I'm not saying Derek Carr's an MVP. I'm just saying he he was like when you looked at the rankings Joey, last top year. Top ten player. I'll give you. I'll give you top Dude, ten. I'll give you a top ten quarterback. If you're in the if you're in the MVP conversation, yeah, you're playing like a top ten player. Derek Carr for MVP was not like a. It wasn't a far cry last year. I'd have to look up stats. Yeah, uh, I, listen, I'm not sitting here saying Derek Carr was the MVP, but I'm just I'm telling you what I what I saw with my own two eyes. But uh, I want to I want to move on from that in, in the Derek Carr situation. We can get into a Derek Carr debate at some point if you'd like. Um, Joey, he had 23 touchdowns and 14 picks. What in the Ray, hell are you talking Ray, about? I'm not I, I'm not sitting here saying one or the other. I'm telling you what. Joey, what you just said. said a man with 23 touchdowns and 14 interceptions Ray. was a top. 10 Ray. player Ray. in go the NFL. Go look up last year. I just did. The MVP. That's the, that is the stats from last year. He dude, had a 94 dude, QBR. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, Ray, that when you looked at CBS during a football game at 1.32 p.m. on a Sunday last year, he was in the top five conversation for MVP. When? The first three weeks, maybe? I can go. Do, you want, do, you want, do I need to go find your commercial? A, a, a commercial? A stat? A stat when they showed it? I don't care. I, I, I look at that and I think how that's like saying that Lamar was MVP worthy last year. Bro, I'm going off of exactly what people said. I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm making just, anything up over here. Uh, okay, but I, I'm tell, I'm asking you to form your own opinion, not go off of other people. That's what I'm doing. Well, I'm just giving you the news. I'm not here to form my opinion on this. Why? You just told me that Derek because Carr was a top ten. That was your, those were your words. Those weren't anyone else's words, right? No, that was that was other people's words. Okay, Ray, if, if if he's in an MVP conversation, I'm not the one saying that. With those stats, I don't, I don't how the, could you possibly be in an MVP conversation? Ray, I don't tell me that. I don't make the I don't make the headlines. Oh my god, I don't make those. Somebody else made those. Okay, well, whoever did is stupid, and they're dumb. CBS they don't know. Okay, CBS, good. Fox don't care. ESPN, ESPN, or ESPN doesn't matter. I'm just so reading Fox or NFL CBS. Network. No. I don't care as long as long as it wasn't anyone from ESPN, NFL Network. Nope, somebody wasn't me. <laughs> the fact that you're repeating that and agreeing with it is that what you're doing? I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. <laughs> Why are you bringing? I, it I had up? other things I wanted to talk about, Ray. I'm sorry, but the fact that you just said that to me blew my mind. Derek Carr is a top. T- Joey, think about what you just said. Right, I'm going off of exactly what other people said. How many times do I have to say? It? I'm I'm not I'm just saying that why would you, you why are you bring it up if you don't agree with it? Just stating the facts, man. Okay. We we as radio talkers, part of our responsibility is to give people the information that they may not have seen, right? To discuss that. Yeah, but to to, I mean, if it even if it's facts that somebody said it doesn't mean it's actually true. The, the stats speak for themselves right there. I'm just reiterating what somebody else said. I, and I understand that. I'm just saying that, like I said, Derek Carr is nowhere near a top 10. And that's why that's that was my point as I was trying to make to you so that I'm not trying to like you put got, it on you. You don't got to make a point, though. I got you. What do you mean? I agree with you. I'm just telling you what other people said. But to, but to me, if you if you didn't believe it, you wouldn't have told me it because you said you were very high on Derek Carr. I I am very high on Derek Carr. I don't think he's I don't think he's an MVP. I think he's going to be. I think they're a good football team next year. I think Devontae Adams going to that football team is going to make them significantly better. Yeah, no, I agree. 
I, I don't think I think they're probably they barely make the playoffs if they even do make the playoffs. Guess we'll see. <laughs> I just I, that just came out of nowhere to me, and, and to, for you to say it and not be behind it is just I don't I don't get why you did it, dude. If 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 on the TV, right? What are we watching? I don't know. Probably some soccer. Come on. Um, if if on the TV came up a picture of. I don't know. Trevor Story, right? We'll go with Trevor Story. Okay. And it said Trevor Story uh last year during the at in in June of last year was an MV, was an MVP caliber player. But he they, they All didn't All I'm saying Joey, they is didn't I look say at that TV and then I I give I give that out to the people. But before that happened, did the guy tell you that he was very high on Derek Carr and he believed that he was he I'm was a good and Tre- that they had an elite offense? I'm high on Trevor Story. But like it doesn't. I'm just. I'm. I'm just, I mean, I'm high on Trevor Story, but I, w- I, I wouldn't. If I don't think he's an MVP, I wouldn't bring it up. Is my point. Why not? Because who cares what? Like, if, if someone else has that opinion, that's great for them. But I just don't. I don't think it. So I'm not going to reiterate it. We're coming back to, to football at some point. I guess. I guess that's where we're going with this. It's time. It's time. We're going back to back to back potentially ugly conversations. <laughs> ugly. If you want to hear about the New York Yankees and just how great of an offseason they had, please in, please in this. Grab a hot cup of Joe. <laughs> take, take a seat. Fasten your seat belts. Make sure you got an extra pair of socks on. <laughs> please during the break as well. And let's get crazy. Give me the person who said that Derek Carr was an MVP caliber player. It's any given fun day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, and Kobe Brickner here with you. On 104.5 The Team. A given fun day presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. This is the new Yankees pregame bed. Come on. Pregame what? Like the pregame liner. Like this is like what plays before Yankee pregame. Come on. I don't know what the old one was, so I can't compare it. Oh, uh, it was it was it was fun. It was very fun. I, I'm not saying I, I don't like this one. I'm just saying like, where's the old one? Okay, I mean I guess I'll take it. It's any given fun day. Joey Haas, Ray Ostrout, Kobe Brickner, 104.5 the team, the free 104.5 the team app. Enough. The New York Yankees. Have not only disgusted me, disgusted this radio station, they've disgusted the nation. The New York, Ray, you told me, actually, we'll get into that in a second. We went into this offseason with Brian Cashman, right, the speaker for the Yankees, right, not more of the puppet than, than, than Aaron Boone, more of the puppet. And he said, there's going to be major changes to this baseball team. We're not afraid to spend money. If it means that we have to reach into our pockets to bring the best talent here, then by God, we're going to do it. Here we are. March 20th, 2022. The New York Yankees have played a couple of spring training games. 
and I've watched my hopes and dreams to win 28 this year dwindle. Dwindle. And not only do I feel sad, angry, but as a guy who wears pinstripes on his chest, right? Just a guy who 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 really loves the Yankees, right? And loves just what they do. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to wear these colors around. I'm embarrassed to show my face somewhere with a Yankees hat. What has this franchise become? This is a public call out to Hal Steinbrenner. I don't know. I don't know if he has some type of betting agreement with somebody. If if he lost a bet and he owes somebody a lot of money. I don't know if he's a part of a drug cartel service. But whatever it is. Ah, we're going to find out. This I- is embarrassing. This is unacceptable. And this is not. I'll say it one more time. Not how the New York Yankees are supposed to be run. George. Seriously. George is is probably in heaven right now, looking down on him, trying to just kick him right in the head. He's like, dude, what are you doing? This is not how the Yankees are supposed to be ran. There's just no there's no agenda, it seems like, for where the Yankees are, are going to be going this season. And Joey, I just wanted to read to you this, right? Because there aren't, Obviously, now with story off the board, Solaire, for some odd reason, went to the Marlins. I didn't really understand that at all. Probably just because they wanted to bring someone in who was, oh, obviously nowhere near John Carlos Stan, but brings the same, as we saw in the World Series last year, brings the same level of excitement to a team. He has that capability to hit the home runs and, and be an exciting part of the Marlins organization. But with the free agents left, let me just say this to start. They didn't even give me a top 15 list, all right? They gave me a top 14 because there isn't 15 good free agents There's remaining. There's even 15 free agents remaining. I, there might not be, <laughs> to be completely I mean, the season's about to start. We're in spring training at this point. These guys aren't. Some of these guys aren't even getting reps. Um, and I genuinely believe there might be two guys that would make a okay difference. I wouldn't even say significant difference left. And we're going to start with the number one right now after Trevor Story is off the board is former New York Met Michael Conforto. Then you go Zach Davies, Tommy Pham, Brett Anderson. I'm going to throw up. Richard Rodriguez. I believe Kevin Pillar signed with somebody. Could be wrong. Um, Hunter Strickland, Mitch Moreland. Save it. Save it. Albert Save Pujols. It. I'm done. I'm done. Save Albert it. Pujols. Use Mero Petit, Tyler Clippard, and Johnny Cueto. <laughs> Mister. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just did a half circle in the. Hey, Yankees fans, don't worry though. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. We got. We just signed somebody. Who'd you guys get? Marwin Gonzalez. That dude. I will say. Don't I you loved dare. him. Don't I, you dare. No, he's not going to change your World Series, you know, contendership. But he's going to be a good bench bat that can do. Jose that can play Correa. wherever, you, wherever you need him to. Or, 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 Jose what did you Correa. just say? Carlos Correa. I was like, what? Jose, I was you hate hate both of them so much you just combine their names. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Carlos Correa, Matt Olson, Freddie Freddie Freeman, Freeman, Trevor Story, Story, Um, any pitcher pitcher that's not on the New York Yankees uh, roster right now. You missed out on adding Kenley Jansen to your bullpen. Max Scherzer. Chris Bassett went to the— Name it all. Not one move. You know what we ended up with? 
Chris Bryant. We ended up with a 36-year-old relic in Josh Donaldson. Former MVP. And Ickf. He looked good. He's looked good so far in spring training. I never I, I, listen. Maybe he looked good. <laughs> Will that transfer the over? Embarrassment. No. The embarrassment that the, the the amount of marbles that we put into Anthony Volpe. This guy, this guy right here, he better be the best thing since sliced bread with butter on it. Better be this like people talk about Derek Jeter. Like Derek Jeter to me. In my eyes. This guy better be better than Derek Jeter. That's, yeah. Seriously. Like, for me, Jeter is, you know, he's a career 300 hitter. He was a, he was a decent defender. He had, he just had the, he had the signature play, obviously. But he was, what was the biggest thing for him? He came up in clutch moments. He was one of the most clutch players of all time. And you're asking Volpe to fill a lot of shoes here, especially with not really adding, you have two star shortstops. And you got, like, Correa went, like I said, Correa went for three years. He didn't sign his life away. If the Yankees took that deal to give him three years and gave him maybe $15 million more, Joe, that would have been, I mean, it, it boggled my mind. I got nothing to say anymore. Like, I don't know. I, and to me, it doesn't really, like, like, the Twins roster makes absolutely no sense right now. The Twins left side of the infield is what the Yankees should have looked like. Wanted it to look like. The Yankees they, fans wanted it to look like. Imagine imagine trying to play your cards right like Brian Cashman and trade away Sanchez and Urshela so that you can bring in a guy like Correa or Story. And then the Twins double play you, right? They're like, well, you think you're clever? Well, guess what? We're more clever. You guys just took on Donaldson's contract so we can actually sign the guy you want. You idiots. <laughs> You buffoons. Yeah, I I still don't know why they did what they you did. You dummies. Making moves. Like, it would have made sense to me, right, if Correa and Story were off the board and they weren't available, and then they went and made that move just so that they could say, hey, we did something, and we tried to make our te- like give our team an upgrade or something along those lines. But Donaldson's contract, IKF's not great hitting ability. Decent, like, he's just an average shortstop. He's not going to win you games, I don't feel like. I'm sure he might have a couple walk-offs here, there, but I don't think he's going to be a guy that changes the dynamic of this team overall. And I, I don't know where the Yankees go from here. I'm I in mean, rampage the only, mode. The only way that you you that they come out of this is making trades at this point. That's the only way. I'm in rampage mode now. And you know what? This time yesterday, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if Glaber Torres was still. I want him gone. I don't. I want him gone. Get rid of him. Who would you? Who would you even want? Like I don't even know who. I'm just. We don't even have a catcher. Yeah, because uh, our, what's his our name full got time catcher is Kyle Higashioka, the homebred stroker. What he had two hundred five last year? No, not even <laughs> one ninety. Garrett Cole's personal. Don't even get me started on Garrett Cole. I don't even want to. Oh yeah, who's the, op- start. who's the opening day starter, Joey? Luis Severino. I was so excited, Ray. I woke up this morning, turned over in my bed. I said, this is going to be a great day. I proceeded to get pulled over and figure out that the last potential free agent that the Yankees could sign, signed with the rival team that I absolutely hate. And on top of that, I wanted to watch Yankees baseball. Guess what? That's not happening. It's on yes, not happening today. No way. No way. You thought we were going to a game this year? 
No way. I mean, I'm still going to a game. I'm not going to a Yankees game. Okay. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. So if they make if what if they made a move that switched your hopes? What is there a move in mind that you would want? I will not pay another dollar to Brian Cashman, Steinbrenner, any of those guys for what they've done this offseason. I will not put another dollar in their pockets. But there's there's no move that you it. would want right now that would change your You could tell me right now that the Yankees go out and sign or in and trade for Manaya or whatever and they give up and they give up nobody. I don't care. Because you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't. It, they're still cheapos. I'm trying to think of guys who are on like bad teams that you guys could probably bring in, but I can't really like. We can't traded, think of, I can't think of we any We traded outliers. Luke Voigt. Yeah. For the num- ready? Ready for this one? Not only like I, at first there was hope. <laughs> Just questionable trades. The number twenty prospect overall in the Yankees organization alone. Not even just in baseball. If it's the number 20 prospect in baseball, I'm sitting here, you know, I'm dancing. The number 20 prospect in the Yankees organization now. So when he got traded, that's where they put him? The number 20 prospect. Not Not in baseball, kids. Not in the American League. Not in the National League. Not in the American League East. The Yankees. Just the Yankees, he is the number 20 prospect. Are you kidding me? I don't know. Is this a I, joke? I, don't, I don't know am I, where to go for I, you, man. I've I, tried to give you some hope, give you some light at the end of the tunnel. Because you know, obviously, I I really think that baseball is better when the when the when the Red Sox and the Yankees both are you know at the good. top of their game. And Number this year four, it looks like <laughs> this might be the start, Joey, of the Blue Jays' rise and the Reds uh, like the Blue Jays and the Rays taking over as the best two teams in the division. I'm so embarrassed. It's crazy to think about, isn't it? I, th- I think I'm gonna. Ago. I think I'm gonna publicly change right now from a Yankees fan. I have two teams in mind that I really like. You want to hear? Sure. Number one, or number two? I'll say my number one team. I'll say it for last. The Brewers. I think I'm, I I could get behind the Brewers. Yeah, Yelich. They they needed some star power. They haven't really gotten uh, much. I, I dude, let me tell you what. Actually, go ahead with your other teams. And number then I'll one tell you mine. team. Number one team that I'm going to become a fan of, Kansas City Royals. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. I'm a Royals fan. <laughs> well, who got you or there? Maybe I can just go. What are you, maybe, a, what are you maybe, a big Whit Merrifield guy now? Maybe I could be the new the New York Twins. The New York, yeah, pretty much. You they, might as well. They literally jacked half our infields. Mm-hmm. Or the New York Phillies, either one. You pick yours. Pick your poison. That was the team I was going to talk pick about, Pick your man. poison. The Phillies lineup, I mean, don't get me wrong. They might be, Joey, they might be one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year, if not 30th, and maybe of all time. Think about that outfield, Right. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could put Harper in center, Castellanos in left, and um, Schwarber in right. <laughs> Think about speed. Think about the size in that outfield. How bad that would be! Oh my goodness! But they are gonna—they are going to mash that lineup with Reese Hoskins. Like I said, Schwarber, Harper. You got uh, Abdul Herrera. You still got JT Romuto. You bring in Castellanos. You you got guys in your in your starting um starting rotation like Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler coming off of really good years. Two guys that you could argue are in, are, are top ten pitchers in the league. 
Um, I think the Phillies and the Mets this year is going to be a renewed rivalry, and it is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think, honestly, that might be better than watching the, the Yankees-Red Sox this year. I'm not going to lie to you. Yep. All right. I, I got one more, more shout-out to, to make. The boy Kevin Smith. True that. Home, home, uh, uh, Albany Products from East Greenbush, Columbia High School. Projected in the A starting lineup. He was in the Matt Chapman trade over nice. there. My dad actually nice. sent me this, um, saying that, Kevin Smith is listed as the number eight hitter, and he's projected to be their starting third baseman going into this season. So obviously the the A's getting rid of it gives him an opportunity. Hopefully he goes out and uh, and kills it this year. Room for him, and uh, he even he even actually messaged me back on Instagram after I said, "Hey man, good luck with the A's and everything." He said, "Thanks man, appreciate it." Nice. So it's cool. it's good to see that he's still reaching out and everything like that. Still a uh, great humble kid, and um, yeah. I'm rooting for him. All right, here we go. When we come back, let's do a debate. I, we got a we got a good conversation here. I think this would be a fun one. Uh, but I'll leave you with this one, Ray. Come back here. Come back here. I really gotta go to listen. <laughs> Yankees play their first game on national TV this year for, for on Yes Network. So not national, but here in New York. I'm gonna leave you at this. The catcher for today's game is named no other than David Fritas. Who? Casting live from the Fusillo Automotive Group, huge studios. This is 104.5 The Team, a Town Square media station. It's any given fun day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. That was bad. Bright light in the beautiful sea. I chose to be. First one wasn't too bad. That one. Can't let that one slide. Welcome back to Any Given Fun Day here on 104.5 The Team in the free 104.5 The Team app. It's Any Given Fun Day, like I said. Sunday Moment everyone's day. been waiting for. Yeah, here we go. Every week now. Kobe, get right into it. Oh, hang on. Let me turn you on. <laughs> Seven, uh, I didn't uh, hear him. There you go. What's up, fellas? There he is. Uh, he we is. haven't talked about NBA today. No. So let's get right into it. Let's go out to the West Coast. Let's go. A uh, little update for you guys. As of 38 minutes ago, CBS Sports uh, reported that Stephen Curry is going to be reevaluated after two weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So even with Steph Curry in the lineup yep. this whole season, were the Warriors ever serious contenders? I love it. I love it. All right. Ray, I'll start this one off. Love the Warriors. Love Steph Curry. Right? Very enjoyable player to watch. But I'm going to go out and say that this Warriors team was frauds the entire year. They were not a contender at all this year in the Western Conference for the NBA Finals. And I think their true colors are now showing. What do you have to say to that, Raymond? To be honest with you, I don't. I disagree completely. I just think that having Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, two of the best shooters in the league in the game ever to really play the game, um, if you have them in the lineup, if you have Draymond Green coming back at any point, to be honest with you, I really think at the start of the year was the time that they were that they were title contenders when they came out the gate hot. Curry was playing his best basketball. Um, obviously Clay wasn't there. It was looking like when Clay came back, they were going to be even scarier. 
but that was that didn't end up being the case. So I'll I'll make the argument for at the start of the season because as of late I don't think that they have been title contenders. But to say the entirety of the season that they haven't been to me is like this team has shown time and time again that they've been able to win in the postseason regardless of you know even last year with just Curry leading them through the charge they made it to the eighth seed and nearly upset and got into the second round. You know they were just a few minutes away, a few plays away. And a few other pieces away. And this year with Wiggins being an all-star, sure, we can argue that all day if we want to. But he was, at the end of the day, an all-star starter. And Jordan Poole stepping up this season. Kuminga has looked absolutely insane. Like, these guys are young and talented. And if Steph Curry is on the floor with them and Clay can figure out his jump shooting, there's no reason for me to say that this team can't come out of the West. You look at the Suns and they're obviously the top team right now. But I think that the Warriors are the number two seed in the West right now. I think... I would go out on a limb and say that the Dallas Mavericks are more serious title contenders no. than the Golden State Warriors. No, you're crazy. You look at what the Warriors did this year. I think we're living in the past. I think that we're just too stuck on the name, you know, on, on the big three of Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's came back. He doesn't look the same. He wasn't going to look the same this entire season. There was false hope at the beginning of the season that he was going to come in, and 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 he said publicly, he's like, "Yo, I'm going to come back, and I'm just going to, I'm going to be, I want to come back and be an impactful player like I used to be. I don't want to come back and work my way in. I want to come back in and be ready right away." And we saw that first hope game, and him him play have a couple cool plays, and you know, dunk the basketball. And we're like, you know, everybody, oh, Clay Thompson's back, oh. He's stunk it up since then. Draymond Green can't stay healthy for his life. Steph Curry's now out for the regular season at least. James Wisen, I don't even think he sniffed the court yet this season. He's still in the G with League. injury. He's supposed to, I think he's he just he back. just hit the G League. Had so, a step back or setback as yeah. well. He doesn't have a step back, but he did have a setback. No, but I'm <laughs> saying like I said, I'm I'm not arguing with you that right now. I'm just saying I'm saying that at no point in the season that the Warriors weren't title contenders, I truly don't don't believe that. I think, like I said, any team with Steph Curry and bring Clay Thompson back, no matter what. I mean, you can say all they want as long as they get to the playoffs, man. You could say that we're living in the past, but this team has shown time and time again that they they can go up against the best teams in the league. And to me, you know who doesn't close out games? Chris Paul. You know who hasn't won a championship? Chris Paul. You know who hasn't won a championship? Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay. They know how to play together when it comes postseason time. They know how to but play are they together. Be healthy. And okay, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but if they are, we're saying if they are healthy, right? Yeah, and if they were a title contender at any point in the season, you put Steph and I don't. I don't even really think you need Draymond with the way Kaminga's playing this year. To be honest with you, pool like these guys are going to show them the ropes. And to be like, you look at the Mavs roster, Joey. If Luca has one bad game, they lose. If you have you're Steph, not, ha- you're not convinced on Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie. Did you just say that to me with a straight face? Sure did. And do you are you being serious? Those are two of your favorites. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love him to death. Spencer Dinwiddie has been, I mean, the trade with Porzingis, I thought it was terrible, but it's worked out Spencer really well. Spencer Dinwiddie is, a, is actually the, the second coming of the Iceman. Stop. <laughs> reminds, me, reminds me a lot of Keith Bogans, you know, just off the bench. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, like you think you think about the Mavs, right? If Luka has a bad game where he doesn't score, I'll say 20. There is a... Less than one percent chance, I guarantee we win that game. There's probably a stat somewhere that says that. If Steph Curry or Clay have a bad game, they have each other to back. They have guys to back each other up. 
I'm just saying that their their benches looked really good this year. They haven't even had Iguodala, and these young guys have really stepped up. Gary Payton has looked really good this year. Gary Payton the eighth. The yeah. 15th, I don't know what number he is, but but to me, this Warriors team is a team that you can just really never count out. And the way that they've played, if they are all healthy this postseason, if they are all, health, all healthy, I think that they will at least make the Western Conference Finals. I think, I don't think that there's another this team. team was meant to be good next year. I think as soon as the news you came out— You just said out, we were living in the past. What? You just said we were living in the past. I think we were living in the past going into the season because we didn't know what Kaminga was going to be. We didn't know what Moody was going to be. We didn't know Jordan Poole was going to turn out to be a hooper. We didn't think Wiseman... These are these were all question marks. We've learned now during the season that these guys are good. I think going into this season, we were more clung on the fact that we, we may get a glimpse of Dre, Steph, and Clay together again. And we immediately thought, oh, well... Yo, you, if those Warriors come back and they're like that, well, they're going to be that good again. And that hasn't been the fact, right? It's been the other guys that have really carried this basketball team. Obviously, Curry's played great. Clay Thompson has been a shell of himself, I, I would say. He, he hasn't been the same player. No. Draymond Green, I think I think you've played more games this year than Dre has. Um, and, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying is this Warriors team will contend next year. I think they have one more run in them and it's going to be next year. It's not this year. I think we were brainwashed by the fact that the old Warriors they had a bitter they had a bitter ending, right? It was a very weird ending to their to their run. But like Joey, I look I look at the other teams in the Western Conference right now. I don't think any of them are title contenders. The Suns? No, I'm saying okay. Besides the Suns, I'm saying Grizzlies. I don't know. I don't. I don't Grizzlies think. I think they're legit, a year man. or two off. They're I think they're legit. a year or two off. No, I don't think that they're ready. The Jazz. The Jazz. I, have I need to see John. There. I need to see John Morant in the postseason. The Jazz have been sniffing around for no. a long time. Yeah, and every time they get first rounded. Every time the Nuggets, no Jamal Murray and Michael or, and Michael Porter Jr. come back. I need to see Michael Porter Jr. produce, and I need to see how we don't know what jo- Jamal Murray's been out for. It seems like for four years at this point. The Dallas, like they still are going to have to bring him back in, and Jokic is going to have less touches. How is he going to feel about that? I know how much of a, how good of a playmaker he is. Dallas is not ready. We need we need another big star for. Like I said, we can't just rely on Luca. We're putting too much on him right now to win games. And sure, Dinwiddie came up against the Nets a couple. Um, a couple nights ago, I think that was actually last weekend. The Lakers, the Lakers might, <laughs> Lakers literally might not make the playoffs. Like that, that is an actual possibility at this point. The ex- the Spurs, I think, have a better chance of winning the title than the Lakers. And I never thought I'd say that with freaking LeBron James on, on on a team. So I think the Warriors are frauds. I think they're frauds too. Like genuinely, after after I look at the Warriors, I'll say Minnesota Timberwolves have the best chance of winning uh, of of going to the chip. Don't you dare leave out the Mavericks like that. I will because I don't. I I love this team. All right, I love every single player on this team, but we can't rely on Luka Doncic to win us every single game. It can't happen. There's no way you can win a championship. Like who was the last team that's done that? That's had one star, and not had a second man up. Mm. Give me a name because I can't think of one. The Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, but the supporting cast Dirk, on Dirk that Nowitzki. team. We don't got Jason Terry. You have Dorian. We don't have. Um, I don't even. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong names because I'm trying to Boubois? think. Of like 2010. I'm sorry. Did was you just say Rodrigue Boubois? I don't Rodrigue, think. I don't think Rodrigue he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was on that team. I guess, he might have been actually. The Jet. Come on. We're talking about. We're talking about legends here, right? But yes, Dirk was. I will say. But dude, come on. You can't compare that surrounding cast from Luca to to this. You're okay, not- Rodrigue Boubois was on that team. So was Alexis Ajinka. <laughs> <laughs> JJ Barea, Tyson Chandler, Brian Cardinal. 
Dominique Jones, was Jan Tra- Mahimi. Don't tell me. Char- Steve Novak, don't Sean Marion, Sasha Pavlovich. Was Charlie Villanueva. Charlie Villanueva. Was he on that basketball team? No, but Karam Butler Are was. Are you kidding me? Karam Butler was. So was Jan Mahimi was on it, too. <laughs> yeah, Sean Marion, what a name. Dude, Jason Kidd, Sasha Pavlovich, Peja Stojakovic, Jason Kidd. You look at the team now, like, they had so many shooters to surround Dirk. It wasn't just Dirk in that in that finals. If Dirk had a bad game, Jason Terry could probably drop 30 if he really wanted to. I may to. have debated myself. I think the whole Western Conference stinks. Yeah, seriously. I think basketball sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Dude, it's, it's weird how, like, the Eastern Conference is really... Like, I feel like whoever comes out of the East this year, I don't know. Oh my God, basketball stinks. Kobe, who won the... What, what do you think from this? I don't even know if we ended up debating at that point. I don't really think there's anything to debate. I think basketball sucks. So, <laughs> I have tie. to disagree there. Basketball does not suck. Oh, well, he, he he's an avid better, so... <laughs> That's um, why. He, he'll he find the light in every bad situation. <laughs> but, oh, Joey, I'm going to end your morning off on a good note. Oh, uh, wow. I don't think I'll Ray take mo- this loss. Uh, Ray didn't move me enough. Um, one thing I think the Warriors need is a big. If you look at right now, what? yeah, because Wiseman's not there. Pool, obviously, a big, like a like a Looney? center. Who's gonna match Don't up you dare against say Kavon Looney, dude? Yeah, he's Kavon been good. He's, been like, so- he's a solid. Is he gonna go up against Jokic right now and give him trouble? No, probably not. Okay. So if you think that Jokic is single-handedly going to beat the Nuggets or going to beat the Warriors, you're out of your mind. He's playing at an MVP level right now. Hey, That's hey, fantastic. Hey, Thirty hey, points a game isn't going to get you hey, 130. A triple Break double. it up. Break it up. That's fair. A triple double. Break it up. Okay. That's not going to win you a game against the Warriors. But then if a you look at Deontay, Kobe, you're going playing. down. You're going down a rabbit hole. Uh, if, 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 Jaron Jackson, the third, blocks, leading the league in blocks. I just don't think they're not ready. I, I think they are. The Grizzlies are not ready. They'll get second rounded. They will make the championship. And the Golden State Warriors will be first rounded. I I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I, but to I, say that throughout the entirety of the season that they've never been a title contender is just wild to me. When you have Steph, Clay, and Draymond on the same ding, team, ding, that, ding. Shouldn't, that shouldn't be a There you go. There's a, the dings. You heard the guy. You heard it. All right. Let's do this, guys. We're going to take a break. Everybody, you know, go to the bathroom, whatever you got to do. Let's get back. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson. And there's a very uh, interesting um, sort of touching debate that's that uh, is going to go on here. Uh, between Watson and, and, you know, not a debate, but a, a conversation. Um, but let's discuss that when we come back. It is Any Given Fun Day. It is Joey Haas. It's Ray Ostrout and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. Hi, Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Tell that. Yep, right there. Billy, stop it right there. You heard him? No, I didn't hear him. Something about spending a lot of money. <laughs> he he also has a song, Billy Joel, New York State of Mind. So I'm, I'm going to tie things in together here, right? Okay. New York State of Mind. Spend a lot of money. Brian Cashman, Al Steinbrenner. Very interesting. <laughs> Even when we say it's an NFL topic, we got to bring it back to the Yankees. Oh, you have to. We're the home. We're the home here. Right here. Right here for New York Yankees baseball. 
It is Any Given Fun Day. It's Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brigner here with you on 104.5 The Team, ESPN Radio, and the free 104.5 The Team app. Wow, what a good song. That one made me feel a little bit better. And Kobe. Billy Joel always put you in a better mood. Yeah, yeah, always. Um, But here we go. So there was a New York Post article uh, about Deshaun Watson and, you know, I think we do a great job of, of, of touching on the fun stuff all the time, right? We always have fun, hence the name, any given fun day, right? There's a lot of fun and happy, but sometimes there's some, some sad, and there's, there's, there's a dark side to some things in life and, and sports, and, you know, I think this isn't like a dark, dark thing, but I think it's a... You know, it's a it's a it's more of a, it's more of a controversial topic, and, and yeah, it's a perspective argument from from the NFL from yeah. the NFL side of things, not even from our side, right? And uh, so, New York Post, C- Steve Serby, uh, puts out an article uh, today, this morning. Deshaun Watson to the Browns deal uh, reveals ugly NFL truth. So I'm sitting there reading, reading, eating breakfast, and it says, you know, imagine if you are a long-suffering Browns fan. Imagine if you are a woman or someone who respects women. Can you in good conscience root for the Browns now, right? Because for everybody who knows, Deshaun Watson has 22 civil suits still on his resume. Um, and, you know, we don't know the, the truth of it, but that is just... Well, and Joey, he's not the only one with... Oh, it's been a long, long, you know... No, I'm saying for the Browns, he's not the only player with char- with charges against women in his past. Right. Talking about yeah, we're talking Hunt. about his running back, too. So... Yeah, so definitely good point to bring up there, Ray. Um, so, you know, it, it, Roger Goodell and company uh, will, you know, they want to save face. And my mom just texted me the rest of the lyrics. It says, you can't dress trashy until you spend a lot of money. Mom, I clearly know that. I was just talking about the spending money part. Thanks, though. Love you. There's, a, you know, zero tolerance for a 26-year-old who might be great enough to lead a franchise to its first Super Bowl championship. I guess this is the conversation I want to have. I want to roll off this article and just say, you know, taking a step back for us and looking at this move from a different perspective, because let's be honest here, guys, right? I think we can all be be real here. Us as football fans think it's better when Deshaun Watson's playing football. He's a he's an elite quarterback. He proved it before, right? And now that he's back, we're happy. But at what at what expense, uh, you know, where do we draw the line and say, yo, like, it's great that Deshaun's back and he's playing football and we can't wait to watch him. Um, But at the same time, he's done some shady things, right? And we say the same thing about anybody. Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, we go back way back in time. Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Like, there, there's a long uh, history. Antonio Brown. Of of players who who are not good on you know off the fields. So Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon, right? There, there, there's a long there's a long list. Yeah, and I think where I stand with this is just in general. Um, I think people deserve a second chance. I'll, I'll say that up front. You know, obviously, there, people do a lot of bad things. People make mistakes every single day of their lives. Um, I think obviously, you know, certain things are worse than others. Right, but when you look at it, and you look at what Josh Gordon has done, uh, just using him as an example, right? 
how many times he came back in the league and still broke the weed policy, marijuana policy, whatever you want to call it. Like that to me is like why you still like, like there should be suspensions. There should be something along those lines for, I think the biggest issue for people is Deshaun Watson coming back now, kind of just getting left off the hook and saying, there's no punishment at all for you. You're just going to be able to go back in, get a $200 million deal and act like nothing happened. I think that's the, probably the biggest problem for me is a, we don't know what he's going to bring. B people are going to just, you know, Football fans are going to mostly just care they're gonna, about they're gonna about drafting him else. and what and yes. and what his points are going to be. Not about the civil suits. That's not what people are going to be thinking about when they look at Deshaun Watson. I think that that's just a. I think that's a problem in the NFL, and it, I don't really feel like we see it anywhere else because you think about you know steroids in the MLB, right? That's on your resume for your for the rest of your career, and you have to come back and prove to a lot of people that you're you're the same player with or without taking it, you know, PEDs or whatever the case may be. Let me ask you this one. This, this In the article, great, just a great kind of open-ended question, right? That you can go anywhere with it. At what price for glory, right? I think that's a great one, Yeah. right? Now you're the Cleveland Browns. Poverty franchise, right? I think we can all agree. No, yeah, never been to a Super Bowl. Not even that, just like the, the whole ego around it, always been a bad franchise. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and we look at it and we say, there's some teams out there that hold their players, hold their staff, hold their fans to a certain level of integrity and accountability. You know, you name it. And you just feel like the Browns are one of those teams that are just, you know, they don't have any morals. They don't have... And I'm not saying this, it's just, a, you know, a, a league, maybe a league-wide conception, right? Like, you look what they've done in the past. The, the people that Gordon, they've signed, yeah. Kareem Hunt. It's been consistently with the, with the right. Browns franchise right. over probably so, all the other ones. We're gonna we're going we're gonna to blow that one off again. And, you know, at, at, at what point, or, or, as an owner of the Cleveland Browns, as a, a front office person, do you say, like, what— when do you when do you draw the line? Like what what's the line for the the Cleveland Browns of hey, this guy's a great football player, right? He's great. He's gonna go out and win us football games, but he's a real jerk of a human being, or he's not a good person, or he's done things that as an organization, as a community, as a franchise, we don't stand for, right? And I haven't seen that yet from the Browns, but I can you know, and, and I just think about teams first in my head, right? Like there's some football teams out there that you know would never do that. I think some a couple teams that I think of, and it's just because of the way that their franchise is run and the way that their players, you know, hold themselves like accountable, like the Bills. Right? If the Bills didn't have Josh Allen, I still don't see them going after a guy like Deshaun Watson. Right? Just because of the way that their franchise is run. The mm-hmm. Denver Broncos. Don't see them doing something like that. The you know, there we could go down a list. Mm-hmm. But the 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 point of the conversation was, you know, at what expense do you now have Deshaun Watson? And now you now people are going to make memes and jokes and stuff, and it's not right. But there's going to be some type of joke and like you like with the with the Raiders, right? Like uh, Devonte Adams gets traded to the team, and people are making jokes about you know Devonte Adams already has a DUI now, right? Just because he's on the team, right? It's stuff like that, right? Now you now you're on the there's going to be. Um, memes and jokes and and I'm not I'm not one to really laugh at it but I do understand why people will make these 
Where it's going to be like, you know, the all-prison team for the Browns or something, right? Yeah, like the— And it's uh, going to be— What's it called? Watson. It's going to be Hunt. It's going to be, you the know— The machine. Other, you know, Josh, if, what if Josh Gordon signs back with the Browns? Like, you know, we're talking about a joke team, a joke franchise. So I guess the point of the conversation was just like, you know, have some perspective. And like, at what point do you draw the line? I'm not asking this as like, you know, like a question, but just like, you know, what point would you draw the line to taking in a player that has 22 civil lawsuits? I think, to be honest with you, from the outside looking in, you know, I could be completely wrong here, but just from the outside looking in to this Browns organization, they've they've already put morals aside, put what they think is right aside, and they've said, you know what, we need to do what we need to do to get to, to do what we think is the best to get us to a Super Bowl and win us a championship. That's their mantra that they've been going with. If it hasn't been through the draft, they've gone out and made some questionable decisions through the front office. and. When you think about it, Joey, would we have been having this conversation if it was any other team? I don't know. I don't know if we that, would. And that's what I mean. So that that's also the perspective you have to look at it from because, you know, obviously this – I think this was probably the most questionable team to go to, especially with the falling out that they had with Baker. Who knows who's in the wrong there? But it just feels like the organization doesn't do things right and they haven't done things right for a very long time. And I don't know where to look for them because they're all, all they're worried about is bringing – like. Right. As as owners and as as GMs, all they're worried about is bringing people in the stands, keeping their revenue high, keeping them keeping the jersey selling, keeping the tickets selling, whatever the case may be, and bringing people to the game. That's all they seem to care about over there in Cleveland. I'll, I'll end with this, and then we'll go to break. Um, but let's think like this, right? There's two things that automatically come to my mind now with Deshaun Watson on the Browns, right? Deshaun Watson did had a no trade clause, right? He can he was able to choose which franchise he wanted to go to, and I guarantee you, during his time of thinking of what team he wants to be waived to, like, all right, I'd go to this team or like the Indianapolis Colts, right? That's a team that would not that would not do stuff like right. And, like, and let me say this as well: that money's guaranteed that he got. Correct. All that money's guaranteed, man. Yep. This guy was looking for the bag because he knows that. There could be a backlash to all this. It's, it's it's still not 100% over. No. Right? This could come back to haunt him later in his life, and he's making sure that he's set. I don't think he cares at this point about winning a Super Bowl. He's playing for his life. And the Browns are saying, you know what? We'll give you the lifeline. We'll take the chance on you. We'll give you that lifeline. But guess what? You're still going to play for us as hard as you possibly can, and you're still going to try and get us to a Super Bowl, and we're not going to talk about anything else. Now, it, it just it makes me laugh, right, that— Deshaun Watson, I guarantee you it went into it, it, it went through his mind. He's talking with his agent and they're talking, they're like, you know, I maybe I have a better chance to win if I go to Indianapolis or if I go to Pittsburgh or whatever it may be, right? Whatever, name the team. But how's the fan base gonna react to me and what I've done off the field? Right. Yeah, the Browns haven't seemed to care about anyone that they now brought in, so why not exactly just bring in it. another guy? So I guarantee you it either came from his mind or the agent's mind, and he's and they said, Hey, Deshaun. Hey, guess what? Baker go, just had a falling out, and the Browns are the Browns are on the go, line, and you go saying Cleveland. they're going to drop you two thirty cash in your hand tomorrow. If you go to Cleveland, Deshaun, they're not they're going to love you there regardless of what you've done. You know they don't care, they don't care, they don't care what you've done, right? And I guarantee you that went into their thought. And the last thing that I'll say about this, and then we go to break. I guarantee you that, and this is it's a sad thing, but there's going to be. Women in the Cleveland Browns franchise that are now uncomfortable, that may quit their job, that may not want to work for the Cleveland Browns anymore because of their morals, 
because of what they've you know the the mantra that they've created the you know the 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 bad vibes you know I guess you know you get what I'm saying yeah but there's gonna I, be I, women I don't know there's gonna be people that'll stand behind this in their in their in their organization they're gonna they're gonna question this they're gonna question <laughs> I'd love I'd situation. love to know how many women they have in their in their front office. And I, I would love to hear what they think. Yeah, that you know? too, man. I mean, it's... Right, and, and as a human, not as a worker, as a human. Yeah. But um, that was it. That was the conversation I wanted to have. It's a very interesting uh, perspective to get into. Uh, but let's come back. Let's touch a little bit on the NBA and what's just going on, um, you know, in the conferences. Talk about some conference standings. Yeah, we haven't talked uh, to NBA a lot. Some milestones, things like that. Playoffs are coming up, coming fast, so... Sure. So when we come back, NBA conversation here on Any Given Funday. It is Joey Haas, Ray Osterhout, and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. Any Given Funday, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team. Boy, I think about it every night and day. I'm addicted, wanna jump inside your love. I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I'm addicted and I just... Right here, right here. Ready? I just can't get enough. I just can't oh, yeah. get enough. I just can't get enough. We got a second. Here we go. If you don't just start bopping your head to that and like just getting getting right, like you're just not doing it right. You're just listening. You're listening to the wrong show. Not at all. And just a little. Mm. That jump screaming. Let me, let me down the semen. I love you, love you, yeah, you know you are my demon. It's any given fun day. It's Joey Haas. I'm Ray singing out. Joey Haas today. Dude, I need something to pick me up. All right? I'm about to go compete in a 2K tournament and <laughs> talk about sweat. <laughs> so wait, is it just... Check those puppies Is it out. double elimination? Do you know how it works? I have no clue. Just Should go right play in. and play my heart out. That's Brian's it. playing too, right? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I, say, I don't, know. I don't no. see him as a video game guy. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's talk some NBA. Uh, I just wanted to – I feel like we haven't really talked NBA in a while. It's been – it's that time of the year for the, for basketball, though, where, like, we just don't talk about it. So, I like to talk NBA. Uh, it's getting close to the playoffs here. And uh, just some – you know, just discuss some some milestones. We'll discuss some some potential finals contenders, what's going on here. Uh, but let's start with I, I think the the number one thing, the uh, the Lakers. LeBron James passes um, Malone, Carl Malone for number two on the all time scoring list. So LeBron's now the second uh, all time scorer in NBA history, and I think that's a good place to start. Uh, I'm sick of the LeBron slander. Sick of it. You don't have to like him, but you have to respect him. I think that's the mantra with LeBron James, right? I think yeah, hundred percent. I mean that that's been my my thing to everybody who doesn't like him at all. Like you can sit there and be like, oh, you don't like that he flops, or you don't like he does this or he does that. But to say that you know you don't like him in general, or you don't respect him, is two completely different things. And the fact that some people out there just are, we're, you know, we're looking at greatness and we don't know when the next time we'll really see a guy take over the league like LeBron James did, and a guy who lived up to the hype and and has done everything that has been asked of him. Sure, he hasn't been perfect in finals and. You know, done everything perfectly, maybe as Michael Jordan did, and you could argue that he didn't do everything perfectly as well, right? Six, obviously six zero in the finals, but 
may have wasted a few of his, his best years going to the MLB, switching it up, doing something that he wanted to do. So, I mean, there's both sides to it. Obviously, we're not going to sit here and get into the debate no, yeah. of goat talk or whatever the case may be, because that's another story for another day, and that will take five and a half hours. Um, but Six. Six. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll start by saying just congrats to LeBron. Um, you know, he, he's, he's well, put I know he's the, listening right now. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly why I'm saying it. Congrats, right? man. So, he's put up with a lot this year, and um, arguably, this could have been, a, honestly, a debate topic, too. This might be LeBron's worst team he's ever played on. I don't think that's that's out of the realm of possibility. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's uh, people are just texting me story to the Sox right now, and it's just <laughs> like they're not listening to the show here and hearing you go off again. About like they the just Yankees. don't know that I'm already ready to erupt like a like a <laughs> volcano, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, congrats to LeBron, and, and I guess the next thing to tie it into would be yeah, this is definitely the worst team he's ever played for. I think you think so. I yeah. think obviously the one with like when he started with the Cavs, like that. Supporting cast. Actually, I mean, had, this team is. You had Daniel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one they have, don't sleep on this one. They, this one they have Austin Reeves. So it's about the same comparison. <laughs> Austin um, Reeves. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I did want to go into the Cavs, but I think I think for a second here, I definitely want to touch on the fall, the just the falling of, of Russell Westbrook, right? Uh, I mean, I I knew that it was going to happen when he went to like the Wizards. No, when like he this, went to though. the when he went to the Wizards, I knew he was not going to be the same player. Like I felt like I after mean, you he, say, you say the same player, right? We're talking about a guy that may not even that, that shouldn't even be a starter in the NBA. He shouldn't. And I loved Russell Westbrook. I man. I, I don't know about that. No, there's man. there's some point guards I would still put him over regardless of just like like you said like there's guys in this league that you need to see on the court at all times I don't care if he's ha- I don't care One if he is has- supposed to be Russell Westbrook yeah but I don't care if he has thirty turnovers a game he still might have a crazy play in a game top seventy or make do something stupid or do something funny that's gonna get the fans watching anyway top seventy five like, player of all time he is people that's kind of wild. But the, he was that good. Yeah, no, I, I, I know. I, I don't know how I feel about the whole, you know, top seventy-five of all time. We putting, think putting players right now in that, you know, have. I think I agree, though. I, I mean, I think the guys that are in there are like. I, oh, I'm not I saying that. I think, I think Russell it's just Westbrook like, is a top seventy-five player. Of all I think time. what they should have done though is they should have done top seventy-five from right, right. No, players, I get it. The last player that was like two thousand. But how do you I leave guess, LeBron? Like, how do you leave LeBron out? No, and then seventy-five years right, from now, right. You do another one, yeah, of players that played in this era. I get it, or or no, over seventy five years. You know what I mean? That to me, because like mixing and matching, it's like there, there's so many players that were left out. Well, that now you could have and, said, and now and, and like, now we're gonna now that's a conversation, right? The the yeah. the Westbrook in the top seventy five, and you're like, but not too long ago, was there a time in 2016? You know, not too too long ago, he was averaging a triple double in an MVP. Yeah, like now you look at it and you're like, what happened to Russell Westbrook? Right, I think he just his head, his head. It's not his, it's not his physical ability. I don't even know if it's that. I really think going to play with James Harden, like after playing with KD and knowing he's the number two, right, getting it in, like into the league, and those guys, those guys weren't playing as superstars yet in the league, right? They were playing on guys on the come up, who knew that they could be superstar. They had superstar potential, but they had they didn't have the egos yet. God. Look at look at the way that Kevin Durant has switched up his mantra. He was the good boy in K in OKC. Now he is he's the villain. He's the absolute he's villain. The he's villain. talking trash to his own t- his own fans in Brooklyn. Did you see? I can't did you see say, that video? I can't say it. I can't say it publicly because it's it's profane. Right? Did you see that video that I'm talking about though? Where he, <laughs> he said goes, the guy said something like, "You AKD, you need to take over, man." And he goes, and he's going, "Shut the f up, man." He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> he goes, "You need to." You you know the rest. 
I actually can't hold myself. I like looked yeah. at that and I was like, yo, KD really don't care no more. No, he don't care. He, he's, at, he's at the point of his career. He's like, you know what? I'll, I'm, I already do it myself. You don't got to tell me I got to take over the game. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but, you know, just the falling of Russell Westbrook, the Lakers. Um, I don't mean to make this a whole Lakers conversation. We can move on, but, you know. I I just it, it's it's so so crazy to me. Who who in your mind is like if you had to give me three three of your title contenders who who are they from both conferences? Yeah, Miami Heat. Uh, I think they're really good. Uh, I think the Celtics and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Suns. I guess those are my three teams. I mean, I guess it's kind of you know. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised to hear you not say Sixers. I don't, I don't know about the Sixers yet, man. I don't know. I I know you you told me a lot about James Harden in the playoffs, and uh, <laughs> hey, man, that's your what, words. That, are, that, Ray, believe it or not, your words are impactful to me. Wow, I know it's great. I know Same it's crazy to, you, to say. I know it's crazy. Same to, to say, you, but the words that it may seem like I, I don't always pay attention, but they resonate, right? <laughs> but uh. You know, Celtics look like prob- I would say if if second if, best team in the NBA. If Tatum, if Tatum and Jalen Brown can play like this in the postseason, I don't know if and the most and them. the fun we had in Boston was like it was like real, like watching Tatum drop a fifty bagger and Brown just be the best sidekick in the in the league. Like it's fun. Yeah, and he and he really didn't even have, like he didn't have to do much, and he was coming off of maybe not even playing that day, and he still dropped, and he still had seventeen, had had some big shots and big moments in that game. So I think when you look at it, it's like you know. We talked about them needing an interior defender, but if these guys are scoring and playing like this, man, if Mark and Smart, Marcus Smart can stay consistent and do what he needs to do, off like offensively make a few threes here and there, he doesn't have to be that crazy guy who goes off for 30 points a game. Um, they're, they're a team right now I'm looking at. I think a lot of people are still sleeping on Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I think Giannis obviously is just an, an absolute beast, and I, I don't think there's a way you can count him out. So I would probably... Um, who was I would say them and the Celtics are right there, and then I would agree with you probably the Suns and the uh, and the and the Heat. Yeah, Heat are really good. Jimmy Butler is just what is this dude? What dude? What? 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 What do you have? What me? No him. Dude's How like, are you guys gonna disrespect the Nets like that? Disrespect, dude. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving might not even play in away games. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Uh he didn't beat the Celtics by himself, Kobe. Actually, okay. actually, Kobe okay. he had Kyrie. That's you know right. what? He had Kyrie. Uh, that's right. not, okay. Listen, we're not talking about that because oh that, that was that's okay. Get out of here. Somehow they're going to find a way to have Kyrie Irving play these basketball games. He can't if the ben mandate Simmons is not changed. And, and do what? What do you think they're going to do? Gonna put, play me. They're going to put. He's going to be a great defender. They hey, need you know, defense right can now. You tell, can you Seth tell me? Curry and Andre Drummond playing really well for them. Kobe, let me ask you this. Are, are, are Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving off the ball players? Or are they better when they ball handle and go one on one? Because what's Ben Simmons going to do? Who is he playmaking for? Who is he playmaking that's, for? That's yet to be seen. That's yet to be seen. <laughs> Cole, I'll give you that. There's too many question marks. I will, I will give you that. For, them to, for you to say that they're. T- who are you putting oh them over? Of course, who are you putting Cole, them over? I agree. I agree. I'm that not saying that they can't, but the there's no, right now, who are you putting them over top three oh, of the teams we just so, talked about? It, well, all right. So between. The Celtics, between the the, the Celtics, the Bucks, the, the Heat, Heat the and, the, and the Suns. Oh, I'm putting better. them above the Bucks. The Bucks are frauds. They the Bucks play. won the finals no, last no, year. This year they're frauds. They can't beat a premier team. They're not going to 
beat him in a seven and, game and the series. Nets couldn't even beat the Celtics with both their stars. Okay, that was Ky- in Boston. Like Kyrie's dropping sixty good, against teams like, like the Magic. This guy's making excuses right now for the Nets. I'm telling you, you guys are sleeping on the Nets. I'm not uh, sleeping on the Nets. There. I'm saying that they they haven't they haven't proven me anything to show that they're title contenders this year. We were talking about them possibly not even making the like they they still might have to play in. They might not even get actually just be in the They've playoffs. Won four of their last five games. They are thirty-seven and thirty-four. They what, are streaking what seed right are they? now. They're the getting high at the right time. They're the eight seed. The eight seed. So yeah, right, right now, how many right, are they back of the six? Are you going to tell me that just, wait, four, 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 four with probably what ten games left? Eleven, dude. I think if the Nets and the Bucks play in the first round, I think the Bucks win. Well, what if they play the Raptors? The Raptors are the seventh seed. So there's actually no humanly way possible unless the yeah, Nets wait, win they, out. They would be or whoever wins. And I'm not putting that away. I, I think they can. Wait, how does that even work? How wait. does the playoffs work? If if they if the seven, so the seven plays the ten, right, and the eight plays the nine. Whoever wins the seven ten, is it just whoever the two lower or the higher seed is? Is the right, seven? Right, right, right. So right. if they become the ninth seed, they would be playing the Raptors. Do you think that? I, I would I would pay money to see a, a Nets Sixers first round matchup. Yes. Oh, me but too. you can't you Without can't you can't sit here and try and, and try and barter with me that uh like the Nets are gonna win out, dude. They can't figure it. They they're, they're like not I said, if, if, Ky- not if Kyrie like is not like without knowing that Kyrie Irving is guaranteed to play every single away game, Kevin Durant is not going to be able to the handle Nets that just, load by himself. The Nets just or, snuck Kobe, a win. for for say they're say they're gonna be the lower seat. So if they're in a seven game series. Four of those games out of the seven are on the road. You're telling me that they're going to win at least two? Yes. Yes. No doubt. Against the Heat. Yep. Against the Bucks. Against the Bucks. Against yep. the Sixers. Yep. You're out of your mind. The Nets lost to the Mavericks Here because of Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. That, that was a little revenge game, you know? Happens. When the, the Mavs budget. were off of a, a, a barn burner the night before. Well, how, how about this one, guys? Spencer Dinwiddie was 24 hours. Not even. It was 12 hours off of a, a game winner. He just hit one. They looked tired. <laughs> they looked beat. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, yo, yeah, we're talking hitting. about We're talking about a team that Friday night beat the Trailblazers by five points at home. It's a dub. The tra- the Portland Trailblazers, whose number one player is Josh Hart right now. <laughs> it's a dub. And Brandon Williams. Bra- Brandon, Williams. Brandon Williams. Look at his spot. <laughs> get in, get out with a win. That's it. KD had thirty eight. Well, that's my Easy. point, Kobe. If 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 they're on the road, they're on the road. Wait, did Kyrie and KD play in that game? You said no. This is at, at home. This is at home. Yep, this is at home. KD went for 38. Yeah, I said that. And then the rest of the team was just kind of chilling. I mean, Curry went for 30, and they barely beat the Portland Trailblazers. Do you imagine what a good basketball team would do to that team? Just wait for the Nets to turn up. <laughs> just wait for it. All right, we're going to break. We're coming back, and we're closing this show out. That's it. <laughs> um, That was fun. Uh, Today's just was- a day of debating. I li- I might not it's have a, a voice for a, a week. Of blood in here. I might not have a voice for a week. To be honest with you, after my, I told myself I wasn't gonna scream, and I'm already starting to lose. Yeah, it. it's any okay. given fun day. Joey Haas, Ray Ostrow, and Kobe Brickner here with you on 104.5 The Team. Any given fun day, presented by Joey and Ray on 104.5 The Team.
you know, I'd go out on a limb and say, Ray, you know, sometimes you make me feel like I've been locked out of heaven. Especially when you talk about the Boston Red Sox. Thanks, man. I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome back to one more segment here of Any Given Fun Day on 104.5 The Team and the free 104.5 The Team app. Just here to wrap things up with you guys after a great Sunday of just sweaty, bloody debate. I feel like I feel like we've just been... There's been been a lot of this. Been a lot of head knocking. But I think the good that. thing is we can, we can come out of it with a smile. Yeah. Yeah. I might I might, you know, I think we might be a little toxic to each other for maybe like 1 to 2 minutes and then we're good. Yeah. We get into the next segment. Yeah, we're good. We're very easy going and pushing into the next subject and once we start talking you know what's about crazy? that, it's almost like no, no. Don't say it. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> it's almost like we're all friends. And I know this is crazy to think, but it's almost like, yo, Don't say it. hold your breath. <gasps> We're really good friends. <sighs> I know it's crazy. I know it's That's insane. so cute. I know it's pretty crazy. But, uh, you know, just some final thoughts here. Uh, I, I, would, I hope everybody wishes me luck. Yeah, man. As I go to the Albany Capital Center after this, I'm meeting Larry Ridley, first of all. Larry Ridley, the, the guy that, that was the host of Madden. In 2018, 2017. So Larry's been texting me back and forth. We've been having a good conversation. Oh, that's dope. Um, about my gaming tournament that I'm going to play in down at the Capital HV GamerCon. So if you're if you're not if you're not busy today, you want to go watch a uh, um, a novice play some uh, <laughs> play some NBA. Jeez, hop you over. Pull that one out it's of? gonna be really fun. I can't wait. Uh, but there's gonna be some cool people there. It's it's a gaming tournament. It's the future of of really, you know, some sports and, right, like the future of gaming, and we're getting a taste of it here in the Capital Region, so I think it's going to be very fun. Uh, it's going to be good energy. There was a good day yesterday. We're following up with a good day today. I'm going home after this, grabbing my controller and my headset that's been charging, and I'm going to go go over there and play some uh, some NBA and hopefully get some wins and uh, bring home some money to the boys. That's what, that's the Wait, plan. how much is the, what's the, what's I don't the know. Price? I don't know what the purse is, but. The purse, he says. So and you and you have no idea. Like, are you in a round of sixteen, dude? Is it double elimination? I'm going, going in blind. I'm going in with my OG controller. <laughs> OG? It, oh yeah. Oh boy. Make sure it works. Oh no, I'm ready. All right. So one I always use. Just the most comfortable one. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I might have to put on some gloves because I'm already sweating. No, is, wait. What, Come to my what, place. Like oh, I forgot. No, I was gonna give you. I have gamer grip, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> Makes your hands not sweat. <laughs> That's how sweaty I am, a player. <laughs> yeah, perfect. But uh, wish me luck in that. I mean, to, you know, we got more uh, round of 32 today. Um, yeah, Ohio in, State, in, baby. OH. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be good. It, above all, you know, the sports and sports. The weather's nice. Yeah, enjoy. actually good. enjoy it while you can because I think it's like we got a week of 50 you, this week. Don't you dare. And then it drops right back to 32, I'm pretty sure, next Sunday. So we'll be here back with, uh, with our— um, Next Sunday, 43. When's the 32 day? I uh, swear Monday's I saw Monday's 37. Nah, there was a 32. Oh, it changed on me. Lied to me this morning. They yeah, but a bunch it. of 50s this week. Enjoy the weather. And you know what they say, kids? April showers brings May flowers. And I think Thanks. that's I think that's the, uh, the mantra that we're going to roll with because I see a lot of rain in the upcoming forecast as we uh, get ready to roll here in April. But, uh... Yeah, fellas, uh, you know, Ray, anything from you? Um, no, I mean, like I said, good luck to you with the HV Gamer Con. If you're not doing anything today, make sure you go <sighs> oh, go check that out down at the Albany Capital Center. Was it something Eagle Street? 55. 55 Eagle Street. 
Um, and if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at Given Funday. At Given Facebook, Funday. Facebook at Given Funday. I know you. I got- saw you. Ch- I saw you changed. Uh, t- Twitch to that as well at any give, or at given fund at yeah. given fund. Well, I mean, no. just keep it consistent. No, you, yeah. you know, I'm going to end this with a quick with a quick thing. The woman out in in Las Vegas that won't give me the name at any given fun day. Why? Just why? Why you got to do? I've offered her a good purse. Stop saying purse. <laughs> You're not a, <laughs> a guy in a casino running tables out here. I've gave to a Texas Hold'em tournaments. All right, her a good amount of money. Wait, 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 by the World Series of Poker on ESPN two right now, the, seven years ago. It's over. I'm done. All right, I'm done complaining. I'm going to play some video games in front of people. Hopefully, I don't blow it. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your Sunday. And as always, make sure you don't forget. You always let the fun days roll.